0: Today we have Stephen Mayer on the show. Hi, Stephen.
1: Good morning, Bant. How are you?
0: Great, great. So Stephen is the principal and founder of SF Mayer, uh, which is a company that focuses on engineering, architectural, and plan architecture and planning. We'll talk a little bit more about the specific things that SF Mayer is working on in a second, but. I I would it would it would be limiting for me to say that that's all that Stephen does. Uh, He's also a faculty member at Niagara University and also a published poet. So we'll have to tweeze that one out from you in in a second, Stephen. But let's let's dig into your background and, and get into it. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today.
1: Thanks, Matt. Well, first of all, maybe academically, uh, my background is I have a bachelor's in civil engineering and MBA, also have a PhD where I focused really on business strategy in the engineering and architectural sector. I uh, also am a licensed professional engineer in, in four different, uh, different states. I've had a very uh, a varied background to be sure, I'm a college prof, I was a general manager of an international bridge authority. I have my own practice, I write poetry, and it may seem like it's scattered all over the place, but actually all of that has come together, uh, which has really helped my business, but more importantly, it's helped me work with my clients, especially you know, the ability to, a lot of people think that engineers are all these left brain, you know, the left brain thinkers, but I've been able to bring that right side in too, in terms of empathy and, and do some empathy and also, really taking good hard look at issues that impact my, my clients. And that has really helped me build a practice where I'm able to pull all that together and work with uh, engineering firms and other firms as well, but I largely focus on the engineering and architectural infrastructure uh, sector.
0: So Steven, I mean, infrastructure seems to be the thing that I see on every newscast uh, these days as the government mentions that we have to push deeper into rebuilding the US and um, the infrastructure that I think has actually made, made the US such a powerful economy. Um, I mean, are, are you working on those types of things today? Um,
1: yes, I am, Beth. I work largely with engineering firms that, of course, that are, are working in that sector. And it's all the infrastructure that people would be familiar with rail and transit systems, airports, roads and bridges and ports. And we really have in the United States let those go for many years. One of the uh, you know, one of the anticipations I think Americans have is when are we going to get an infrastructure bill and when are we going to uh, deal with some of these issues that have been around quite a long time. In fact, if you look at the American Society of Civil Engineers, I think they've given the infrastructure at best probably a C or, or C plus. So we yeah. really need a long-term consistent program uh to get uh, get behind it to really start bringing our all of our infrastructure up to world-class standards
0: yeah i i, I can't uh, agree more i mean it's one of these things that living in the new york area <laughs> you you experience every day you hope that that uh things improve and whenever i'm in europe and i take or in asia take any of the trains over there you're always uh, struggling to understand why we don't have better systems in, in the US. So True. absolutely. So so I mean, if you were to kind of prioritize some of those things, what would be some of your big priorities in terms of
1: infrastructure today? I think I think some of the, obviously mobility, and let's look at mobility largely from a road standpoint for a moment, and also be thinking about how autonomous vehicles, connected vehicles are really going to maximize the use, the use and the capacity, if you will, of, of those roads. You're going to see a lot more user finance, which is tolling, express lanes, managed lanes. So mobility is going to be important for us. And it has been for a long time, obviously. But the ability to move people and goods much more quickly is critical. And also, our airports. Now we've got a lot of fine airports, but uh, they all need expansion, modernization. so you're gonna see a lot of gonna see a lot of focus, a uh, lot of focus there. And when you think about e-commerce and the whole gig economy, um, obviously broadband, Wi-Fi, uh, improving our physical infrastructure that moves people and goods, those are big focus. those are really big focus areas going so- forward so let's let's take a,
0: a slight diversion on this on this road and uh, go over a different bridge how 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 did an individual that focuses on engineering end up being a poet as well
1: oh. <laughs> yeah that that was fun I started writing poetry I always liked it frankly uh, but when I was in high school I would never admit it because I didn't want the, the the tougher guys in school to beat the heck out of me you know so <laughs> So what I, what I did was I, I was writing last year, and I write about everything in life. I write about the, the broad areas would be nature, spirituality, love. and I write and so I published my first book. I had it illustrated by a watercolor artist, which was a, a lot of fun. But here's where the poetry and the strategy connection kind of comes, comes together into my business side. It gives me, when I think about strategy, business strategy, for example, I like a bit a broad palette and say, look, observe what's going on in the environment around you, what opportunities exist. So when I would write, I would just look at everyday events going on in life. In fact, the, the book's in, entitled Exploring Life One Poem at a Time. So it gave me a chance to, to look at, you know, the whole environment within which I work and say, what's the art of the possible here? What can I write about? What should I consider? And like I say, it's given me sort of this empathy side as well. So. Um, it's, and it's really enhanced my writing. I, I, I write a lot of proposals, engineering type proposals, and the, the um, gift, if you will, of writing poetry sort of softens that engineering side and explains it in terms I think that um, everybody can understand. And I, I love it.
0: it. I love it. I, I think it's just that uh, classic link of the left brain and right brain thinking and bringing those two elements to solutions is where you have true groundbreaking solutions. So that that's
1: wonderful. Yeah, I've had colleagues say to me, poetry, oh, you're an engineer, where'd that come from? <laughs> <So> <laughs> just, it's, I'm actually working on another book right now, which is fun. I'm also working on a strategy book. I, uh, I've been asked to design a course called Professional Services Marketing and be taught at the MBA, the MBA level at Niagara. and what I've done there is I'm writing a manuscript for the course, and then I'm going to publish it uh, right after that. It's uh, it's a look at not only engineering services but accountancy, investment banking, all the professional services, because I think some of the literature there that's come out is a bit dated, and have some uh, interesting angles that I want to that I want to review and and write about, and hopefully folks will find that of value. That's great. So tell me, I mean, it's been a rough year for everybody
0: out there. Uh, there's no doubt that the pandemic has challenged every, everyone's life and, and their thinking. In, in, in such a difficult moment, uh, what's been giving you uh, joy in, in, in your work?
1: Really what, what's given me joy right now, of course, was uh, work uh, still teaching and you know, going on and forward with this course I teach four courses. I teach capstone strategy class and MBA. I I teach international management. I do a technology transfer class. And now I'm also doing this professional services marketing. That's one. Number two, in the face of all of this pandemic and what we're doing and a lot of Zoom and no no presentations anymore. I do a lot of coaching of, of presentation teams. So it's all done. It's all done virtually now. But when firms win work and when a client of mine wins work, that gives me that gives me great uh, that gives me great joy, and um, and writing like I say, both the strategy book and the poetry book has uh, really really given me joy right now. And it's a challenge, there's no doubt about it. But I think all of us have sort of become masters, if you will, of zooming and yeah. um, doing this online online work. It's interesting because so much of the professional services, the some of the winning themes really come out by relationships you build with your customers and your clients and that's a bit of a challenge when you're doing it when you're remote Mm -hmm. Um, in fact the number one the number one uh success factor if you will for engineering firms when i looked at i did some phd research in this the number one factor out of 25 was the relationship they have with their customers so Mm. that's a challenge to build that relationship when you're not you know face-to-face that's true
0: yeah, I, I would say that uh, the deep relationships that we have when we're together is certainly a challenge. But I, I would say that now that we know that there seems to be general consensus going forward to improve the infrastructure of the of the country, I'm I'm hoping that we th- that goodwill will lead to action. Uh, how do you see things uh,
1: going forward over the next, let's say, couple of years? Well, I think. You mentioned infrastructure. I do think, we're, believe it or not, even in this rather, rather challenging political environment we're in, I do believe we're gonna get an infrastructure built. Mm-hmm. And I think you're, one of the areas where I see technology making a big change is the way in which firms are selected for work. For example, right now, engineering firms, typically there's a request for proposal or qualifications issued, say, by an agency, a public authority, even a private firm. And then they submit a proposal and they do a presentation. I see that whole procurement process being radically changed, Uh, maybe even using AI, using just submittals, you know, the submittal itself and online presentations rather than in-person. Right now, the whole procurement process is way too long. It's way too long. It can be compressed. And that's going to be important, especially if we get an infrastructure bill because you're going to see a massive, I believe, a massive amount of work coming out And to make that happen, uh, the people who are providing that work, you know, the agencies and whatnot, are really going to have to streamline their processes and speed them up.
0: And I'm, I'm hoping that they can do it faster, but also not forget what you clearly are living every day Stephen which is the left brain and the right brain so if we're going to be rebuilding this infrastructure I hope that it has some
1: artistic qualities as well. <laughs> Absolutely and you know what you're seeing it now in ESG where everyone is doing you know environmental social governance issues yeah. uh, social justice taking a, a much broader and more humanistic if you will Approach to designing, building, and operating infrastructure rather than just, you know, bowing through the landscape and uh, building these facilities. But I think with technology, you're going to see some really cool, really cool improvements uh, going forward. Well, I am personally looking forward to it. And if you can do
0: some kind of new roads in the New York City area, we would all be tremendously appreciative of that. Uh, Today, we've been talking to Stephen Mayer. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us on Uncaged.
1: Thank you, Bant. I appreciate
0: it. Uncaged is a program that provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the commerce of tomorrow. Today, we've been talking to Stephen Mayer, who is the principal and founder of SF Mayer, a company that focuses on engineering architectural and planning uh, he is also a professor at niagara university and also a published poet and we'll have we'll have to hear have you back Stephen, when your 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 next book of poetry comes out
1: looking forward to it Dan. thank you very much thank you thanks for being okay. on the show thank you take care yeah. bye-bye now